Welcome to episode 162 of Tales from the Hard Side. Today's podcast is a two-parter. The first half features as a guest Mr. Rock's son Christian. The second half is Mr. Rock waxing philosophical on his trip down to record at the Gem City podcast. Join us will you? Please call the voicemail and leave a message. Call 937-265-2024. Call 937-265-2024. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. I'm here with my man Izzy motherfucking Rock, so pay attention. Don't be my man flavor. So, check yourself before you wreck yourself. yourself, yourself. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid. Kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted. Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen. Dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge, and sharing some wisdom. Going down that rough road only makes you tougher. It's a beautiful struggle, sometimes we suffer. Let the people know you aren't in this alone. This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone. No fakeness here, this as real as it gets. Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct. Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe. The idea's real simple there's no secret code reach out to the people spread that positive energy because we're all looking for a little bit of serenity whatever little part of this planet you live in these tales from the hard side are now transmitting transmitting hello everyone and welcome to episode 162 of tales from the hard side i'm your host izzy rock you can follow me on social media at the izzy rock and you can go to TheIzzyRock.com for more information. And today, I got with me, at least for the first half half of this episode, I got with me my son Christian. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm almost, uh, I got one more day of work, and then I'm off for a few days. Uh, Mm. It's like a mini vacation. Nice. And you're on spring break. Yeah. (laughs) How's how's that going? Oh, it's going great. Um, just you know, playing some Xbox. Uh, um, and then just you know, doing some other stuff. Playing Xbox? What? Any particular games? Well, right now I'm playing Borderlands: The Handsome Collection, which is um, Borderlands Two and Borderlands the pre sequel with all of the DLC for both. It, at least um, from March 24th of 2015. Right on, right so, on. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun game. It it's uh it looks beautiful on um on the TV. Yeah. Anyway, so back to this episode. So spring break. You're on spring break. Um, uh, that means school. You got one more quarter. Right. And uh, are you? What's what's your progress at this point? Um, no C's at all. Which I'm really happy about, and all A's and B's. Nice, congratulations, sir. Thank you. Uh, this is probably my best year of school that I've had in a while. Yeah, you're enjoying it, right? Yeah, I'm. In, I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, I'm also, you know, doing really good. Just like great, staying focused. Yeah, yeah, man. Is there is there any particular interest that that garners your attention at this point that you're like i'm really passionate about this thing um well go into depth more 
depth. Like, more. is there anything in your life right now that you're passionate about that you have pat uh, a passion for? Um, I mean, I guess debating. <laughs> debating. <laughs> you do like to debate. I wonder where you get that from. Uh, what uh, what are some of the subjects that you enjoy debating with people? Um, well, religion, politics, the the usual. Oh, the the usual, the usual, <laughs> and then like um, just video game stuff, and you know some other like movies, um, TV shows, music, like saying what's the best um, Spider-Man movie, what's the best, just different stuff. Yeah, man, and uh, and and kind of bigger news, something that you've been a part of for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. You recently. Uh, you really recently stopped doing you uh you were a scout all the way from a bear scout i think um started out as a bear yeah i think so yeah no wolf wolf in second wolf grade or bear yeah because yeah i think you started out in second grade and yeah. um you bridged over and became a boy scout and i was your uh cub master I was the cub master of your group at that time when you were in Cub Scouts because the first meeting we went to, we had just stopped going to church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I taught Sunday school and everything at church. I got, I was a paid youth leader. And then I wanted to be involved in something. I've always uh, enjoyed being involved in different activities. And um, now with the podcast, uh, especially the Gym City podcast, it's a lot on my plate so I don't get to do a lot of volunteer work that I used to do back in the day. But right. We went to the first meeting because um, you brought a paper home and we wanted you to be involved in some sort of extracurricular activity. And uh, I asked you, I was like, do you want to go uh, check out Scouts? And you you said, yeah, and we ended up going. You know, because the idea, I I was never a scout, and I thought it was uh, a good thing at the time, and then went to the meeting, and the first meeting, and I I, I still think there's a lot of aspects of scouts that that are awesome and and important, and we'll we'll get to that here in a second, but... Yeah, I I agree. That that first meeting I went to and showed up, and after their general meeting was over, the... Cub master at the time pulled all the parents aside and was like, we don't have a leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would anybody be willing to be a leader? And I'm the type of person that says yes. A lot of times without really thinking things through, I just jump right into it. I jumped into it, even though I I was never a scout. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to be involved in your life and volunteer and kind of help shape how you, you know, how you were raised and just kind of be active in your life. Yeah. In your brother's life. And uh, you stuck with it for a long time, and it's been somewhat of a battle to try and get you to go. I was right. kind of ready for you to just decide what you want, but your mom really made the choice of wanting to keep you in because you uh, you had played football before in sixth grade, and you were bridging over to seventh grade, and uh, you went to camp and we paid for you to go to camp for Mm -hmm. seventh grade camp and then 
you decided that you didn't want to play after camp was over and the season's about to begin. And I had, uh, like, you were really passionate about that. What, what was your thought process when you wanted to quit football? Well, I mean, I, I wanted to really quit um, after sixth grade. And, I mean, I, ne- I kind of liked it, but not really that much from the start. Um, because I've I've never really been that big of a sports fan, uh, so just you know it. And I guess like I just after the camp, I decided I I don't want to do this anymore. It doesn't seem fun. You yeah. Know, I, hang I on, hang on, just a second. Hang on. Let me pause. hold on, because uh, Zach is, has his stuff up really loud. Hold on. All right, we're back. Zach had a YouTube video playing really loud, but all right, go ahead and uh, continue what you were saying. So you you did enjoy football for for a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean not as not as much as some other people would have, um, but yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. There was a good social uh, aspect to it, and just good teamwork and you know that kind of stuff. But I, like, I felt that for one, I felt like I couldn't really do that good but um even though you were starting on the offensive line yeah i mean i just i didn't really know what to do because i know you'd really never taught me how to do the stuff well i was i i never played football i i just i was a fan of it i enjoyed it i didn't know all the technical stuff That, that is one thing as a volunteer about something especially sports it is helpful if you're if you've done it before, if you had the experience and you had training and you knew the technical side. I was a little bit lost after a certain amount of time because I never actually did anything extracurricular when I was growing up. But so you quit you quit football then and uh your mom was pretty pissed that uh, I yeah. made the decision without her, right? Right. And so you've for a while you've been wanting to leave scouts because of various reasons huh, yeah. and your mom does didn't want you to be quit because she doesn't want you to be a loser uh because right. she doesn't want you to just quit everything yeah and um and so looking back on it uh cuz I tried to talk her into letting you leave scouts which eventually it, worked which eventually worked because I was sick of hearing the arguing. I was sick of you not enjoying it. And you had various reasons, which right. we'll get to in a second. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to have your own opinion and be able to, like, if you're into something as at your age, at 15, I definitely think that you should be involved in extracurricular activities. But if right. you don't agree with, certain things you should be able to not be a part of it yeah and with scouts what was some of the things as a scout that you found frustrating um for one until i think 2013 uh like gay people weren't allowed or um just in general homosexual people weren't allowed to be in scouts or leaders and I still, I, I still think some of that is like some group, some uh, Boy Scout groups still don't let 
gay people join. But um, yeah, it, it was really frustrating because I'm like I I find homophobia really bad. I don't like it. Um, so that's one of the reasons why. Another reason is I really didn't believe like I never I wouldn't say I didn't really believe um, in like a religion uh, starting mid to late sixth grade. And by the time I was in seventh grade, I kind of just moved past that. And I told you, but I didn't tell uh, mom until I think middle of seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Something like that. And at first she, she, um, she didn't take that too lightly. <laughs> that's, that's putting it lightly. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she was pretty pissed off that you, had had those opinions. Yeah, I had my own opinion. She was pissed off at me for that. <laughs> <sighs> Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Well, for somebody who who believes in God, right, and they they believe in the story of the Bible, and they believe that God created everything. For them, it's a, it's like you're going against the creator of of everything of the, of the universe of all that's all that's good, and yeah. you're rejecting kind of his teachings and what he's about. So for a lot of parents, it's very frustrating when you hear uh, differing opinions than, than what you have when it comes to spirituality or your religious beliefs. Right. Because a lot of people have held on to their religious beliefs without examining them. They kind of inherit them, and then they just they don't really question. And if they do, they just they let blind faith lead them. Right. Which you have... You have issues with. Yeah, blind faith is really bad because for one, if you don't know what like if you don't know what you believe in and you haven't really looked into it that much, I I mean, you can you can still believe that, but I I just it doesn't make any logical sense why you would. And um you know, and it was like in, in scouts, I um like they I mean it really didn't piss me off like what they did it's just that I didn't believe in it and I I really couldn't tell anyone because I knew I thought mom would like shun me or something so uh you know I I didn't um you know say anything and I I still really haven't to anyone that were that I know that's in scouts so yeah because even today, there's a lot of people who, when they hear the term atheist in various communities, like you automatically get, uh, you automatically uh, automatically get labeled as like evil, or for some religious people, you you're as bad as an atheist, or you're as bad as a satanist, right? And they believe you have no morals, you. Uh, your morals don't come from God, so your morals are rejected. Yeah, because yeah. Man is not perfect, and man making his own decisions morally, um, like how can they be good if you're not following God and God's word? When in reality, a lot in society we learn how what to do and what not to do when how we treat each other. Mm-hmm. And that you realize that if you if you're 
cool with people and you're a positive person and you you're you know you try to be that positive person to other people you tend to attract attract more people that are are positive but if you're constantly negative and you're constantly um you know uh you, you like you're uh, you you're negative about life you you you'll tend to attract negativity in your life yeah and and so for somebody like mom who the idea of like you being an atheist it's in for she doesn't she doesn't want fam- some family members to to know she doesn't want uh because for them it would be like a failure like it's a failure that of of parents that you don't have any spiritual beliefs that you actually consider yourself an atheist and that you uh you watch a lot of youtube videos from from various uh youtubers and you watch a lot of um things about about atheism right like, it's almost like I wouldn't say you're something you're obsessed with, but it's something that you're interested in. Like some people would search Spider Man or or Star Wars or which I've done. Yeah, yeah, I've done. Yeah, all absolutely. Those, but but, yeah. but I'm talking about like if, if you have an interest out there. Like my interest is podcasting, so mm-hmm. I seek out podcasting. And I, at at a certain time, I did listen to uh, when when I came out of Christianity, I did listen to a lot of atheists. Um, uh, podcasts and stuff, and the thing I found frustrating is that a lot of it is just talking in circles and trying to prove people wrong. When in reality, a lot of people don't really look into their spiritual life; they just they just believe, just to believe, because it's comforting, and it's okay for those people to to believe that. In my eyes, because for some people, it really helps them get through life, and life life is tough. The problem is. When somebody like a governor, Governor Pence from Indiana, which I talk about later on in this podcast when I'm driving down to the Gym City podcast, when when bills get signed into law that allow the discrimination of um, people when they come into businesses, which, to be honest with you, dude, I think that people should be able to choose who they don't want in their business and who they do. Like you, you should be able to decide like in a capitalist society, you should be able to say, I don't want to serve, uh, this person or that person. Like I, I reserve the right not to serve them. But when you're doing it for bigoted reasons for like, you know, I, whether you don't like the color of somebody's skin, it's just some of it's just ignorant and it doesn't make sense. Some of those laws don't make sense. So when you get a leader in charge and you if 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 it went to the nth degree, you would have like Sharia law or a certain uh senator in Arizona recently suggested that uh maybe because our citizens are morally bankrupt because they're not following God that maybe you know w- they should force people to attend church uh one hour a week yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> so so uh. when 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 did you start really looking into atheism and and what drew your interest like why did you become interested interested in it 
Well, uh, that's, um, well, around mid sixth grade, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't re- I don't really know like the origin of, you know, where I became an atheist, but I think what I did was I was watching a lot of the Bill Nye, um, the science guy, uh, episode like TV show on, um, Disney, I think that's where it was. And I just, <laughs> and I knew, I knew about the creation story and, um, how it supposedly God created everything 2000 or so years ago. And like all the science that I was listening to and it just made so much more sense. And like there, there's a, there was just a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of weird things that happened with, just the Bible and that sort of belief system. And I, I I mean, I really didn't label myself an atheist until seventh grade. Um, and and not just like a pure, pure atheist, like a agnostic atheist, but, um, what, hold on. Agnostic atheist. Yeah. What? Explain that one to me. Okay. So, (laughs) Um, I, I've said it before, but uh, an agnostic is someone who acknowledges that there could be a God. It's just that there's – well, okay. No, an agnostic atheist is someone who acknowledges that there is a – that there could be a God. But the atheist part is there just aren't enough facts to back up the God or God. So – you know, that's that's mainly why. And um I, I did some research. Um But why use them together? What well because I mean I'm not gonna just it it's really stupid for someone to just shoot down that there there isn't a god, there could never be one. I, and everyone is an atheist to say because if you believe in Christianity, you're an atheist against Buddhism, Islam and Hinduism, uh, Jainism, just different religions. Yeah, and so, so you started, you started exploring, kind of. Do you think any of it had to do with going to church when you were younger? Um, I, I mean, I was really young at that point, so I, I don't really. I mean, I don't remember that much from my churching days. I don't know. Do you remember going to the concert, the the concerts, the praise concerts? And no, you really don't remember those. I don't remember much at all. I I I don't want to. That's the thing. I oh man, those were good times. We I had, don't know. We had some good times. Remember, I shaved a mohawk into your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that? <laughs> it was around that time. <sighs> yeah, it was I remember around, that. It, it but was, I mean, it was between two thousand and. Three, two thousand and four, yeah, and two thousand and seven. I think I think around like the two thousand seven era of that time, you kind of just just you know you you quit at the church, um, and you know you you did your stuff, and I mean I was still I was still a Christian, but uh, I mean I was never I didn't really read 
the Bible that much when I was younger. It was it was just recently that I really started to, you know, I, I read it and <laughs> I mean, it didn't make any sense. Like all the like science. OK, science and religion don't go together. They don't have there's no but, recollection. But they have but they have I, in the past. We do like do you. Do you not leave open the possibility of, of spirituality? And, and I know, know, like for for some people, that's it's such a weird thing to say spirituality because there's so much weight and baggage when it comes to that. But like even yourself, you said you you leave open the possibility. Yeah. As an agnostic, and I I think that's that's pr- pretty much the way to go. Yeah. I, you know i I don't I don't know what's going on in the universe. I only know my own experiences and I know certain philosophies that certain philosophies make sense. Like Buddhism, the idea of karma and the idea of becoming the Buddha where you have you're you're searching for enlightenment. Yeah. And- you're searching for like an inner peace a way to calm your mind down, a way to come to grips with our mortality. Yeah. Uh, because have like there's a lot of religions like Christianity that when you start really digging in and asking questions, it, start, it stops making sense when you're talking about... Like for me, when I was in church, I started questioning the idea of hell. Yeah, I, I reject. And when I was a Christian, I rejected the idea of hell because if Jesus died for my sins, then He died for everybody's sins. And at that point, like you're you're born a sinner. There's certain things that people do in their life, and they do because they're influenced by the people around them, or you know, it's kind of it, it, if you if you leave if you don't take care of animals. You've, you like let's say dogs. If you don't train dogs to be a certain way to to be able to get along with other dogs and other people and and you treat them you, you treat them kindly, you teach them how to how to get along in society. When you don't have that structure in life and and everything becomes chaos and if anybody watches live leak or you not really YouTube, but if you watch uh, World Star Hip Hop, there's a lot of videos out there where people are just ignorant. Yeah, crazy, like, straight up ignorant, and and close to like it's almost like their basic instincts, their lizard brain, how they eat, sleep, have sex, and and, and try to survive and. We've always fought as a species. We've we've we fought to get the, to where we are. Whether it's tribal or whether it's you know this is my this is my possession. So if you come and you try to take it away from me, I'm going to retaliate against you to nationalism to you know against people's religions. So people, you know, it's your basic instinct, man. It's you start realizing a lot of the things that people call sin call sins are just 
it's kind of like these people were destined to make these mistakes. Yeah. Right? And if Jesus died for those, then if Jesus died for your sins, then why is God sending people to hell? Exactly. And here's the thing. And, if, and why would he build, why, why would there be this place, this place without God? And I know people, people like they say people reject God. Yeah. So it's not God rejecting people. It's people rejecting God. But the people that do represent God, which a lot of times are the zealous super religious people they come across as as bigoted as hateful and you're like why would i ever want to be a part of that yeah why would i want to be part of like radical islam why would i want to be why would i want to be a part of you know the part of christianity where people blow up abortion hospitals why would i want that why i mean i make my own decisions i don't rely on a sky daddy or a mythical being in the sky to make them for me. I make my own choices. I live my own life. And when I die, I want people to celebrate my, what I did in my life. I don't want people to mourn and cry. So where do you think you get your morals and stuff from my own decisions? It's okay. That's like saying if there was no God, there would be no morals. I mean, but some people do believe this. There's some people who are like, if I don't, if I didn't believe in God, I've heard people say this. If I didn't believe in God, what would stop me from killing someone? What would stop me from stealing? What, right. what would stop me from having sex outside of my marriage? What would stop stop me from, you know, doing all the things that I consider sinful that now because you don't believe in God, you have an open invitation to do whatever you want. Like it's just your your gateway to hey, go have fun because you don't believe in God, so you can you can sin all you want without any any guilt. Like a lot of people feel that way. Like God, the idea of God for them mm-hmm. and them being punished by God, just like you would be punished by your parent if you did if you misbehaved or society you would be misbehaved. Like you when you really dig deep, you realize like it's all metaphors. It's all metaphors from stories that have been passed on for that period of time. Mm-hmm. That people took and they ran with it to go. You have to live this way. When if you look at like a lot of the things in the Bible, if you really exam- examine them rationally, yeah, and you took it literally, and you and you live in this time period where we have video cameras and you have like there's certain things that would have been caught on film, yeah, that you realize there's a lot of fuckery when it comes to the internet. And there a, a lot of fuckery when it comes to videos and a lot of people who make claims that they have they can do this or that, like faith healers. Yeah. Um and man, if like okay, if you took the Bible literally, why don't you just go rape people? I mean, why don't you just get someone and tell them you're my slave? And like seriously, the Bible it condones rape. It condones like Women are pretty much nothing in but, the Bible. But someone would argue that Jesus changed all that. The, the New Testament doesn't support that kind of stuff. But I mean, like, if if you like, there's an old there's an Old Testament and the New Testament. I I mean, if you say the Old Testament is nothing, 
then then doesn't that make the New Testament? I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I you, you and you and you're right, and that and that's where I that's where I ended up l- leaving the faith, and I ended up losing faith in Christianity. Yeah, and uh, I started, you know, listening to more about Buddhism. Yeah, which, which when I was younger, I didn't have any Buddhists around me. There, there weren't any Buddhist teachers around me that I could go to. There were a lot of Christian churches, but not too many other religions that I could learn about. And if you, just like your mom, not wanting people to know that you're that you would consider yourself an atheist or agnostic, right. there's some people who they would look upon you and like feel sorry for you, or they would think you were a bad person. Yeah, and and so some of the philosophical stuff. As far as scouts, you started looking at and going, you know, you started having having issues with what were what were a couple of those? I know I know you talked about the uh, I thought I and two thousand the the gay thing, but yeah, um, main another thing is that like that they, they have reverence for God. One of the right. one of the things that to be a scout, you have to have reverence for God. Yeah, and I was like. Yeah, sorry. And you felt like you were being dishonest mm-hmm. by being there, right? Yeah, and I felt like it was just it was it brought more problems than solutions and I just I just thought, you know, I why did I even join? I don't really enjoy this that much. I mean, some of the stuff in Scouts is good. I like some of it, but most of it I don't. And like, and it's just, you know, kind of pisses me off that like, I, I don't know. It's that it. <laughs> what pisses you off? Just, just different, just different stuff. Like I, I've told, like I've told some of the, I've asked some of the people in my uh, scout group, um, do you any like do you know any anyone who's agnostic, atheist, and uh, what would you what would you do if they said they were? And they like I I got some positive reactions, but uh, some others they said, well I I would I would judge them for it because. I mean, if you don't believe in God, then you don't have morals. And it was like, okay, all right, all right. I see where you're coming from, but uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So that really, when you heard that, you were like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not. Can I, can I just go? <laughs> Do I have to be here? And so you, you had you for a long time, you had been really asking to not be a part of it. And every Monday you would have some excuse of why you didn't want to go. And, and then, uh, she, your mom was okay with you, uh, with you leaving. Yeah. Which, which I'm kind I, it's kind of weird. I, um, I, I mean, I guess she finally, she was like, okay, whatever, you know, but, um, I get it. She doesn't want me to be a quitter. Uh, what parent does? 
Um, it's just well now I'm now I'm doing drama club and that's really fun. That like I've only been to a couple of meetings and it's really fun. Yeah, and, uh, I didn't do drama club, which is probably something I should have done. What what what's drama club? <laughs> consist of as um, far as you've learned so far well right now they're just doing the talent show that kind of stuff um i didn't do the talent i'm not doing the talent show this year i might do it next year um but i mean it, it was a last minute thing and i just thought yeah i'm not gonna have time to do anything do you do plays or anything like that yeah um they did a lock-in where they set up a play they did the play and then they took it down 24 hours but n- nothing in front of the school? No, no, no. The talent show, that's in front of the school. Well, not necessarily. It's on Friday, like a Friday night and Saturday night. But um, um, they they do the certain plays. Um, they they sort of do some of the some of the school stuff, uh, kind of like aspirations a little bit. Yeah, but not as much. Um, and they you know it's they just try to have fun. It's fun. Yeah, and and we'll transition into uh, your license. You are now <laughs> legally able to get your temps. Yay! Great. Um, what's your what's your status on that? Um, well, I'm hoping to get it this week, and you know, I might pass the test, and if I do, well, I don't know what's gonna happen if I do. I'm gonna get my temps get my picture taken and I'm going to start learning how to drive. So when I'm 16, I can get my license and you know, just you guys just be happy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it, know, man. I seen I seen video recently of a compilation of teens in in cars and I remember what what it was like when I was a teen <laughs> in cars where you you think you're invincible and you think you know, you like we didn't have, we didn't, we didn't have phones to distract us, and and you guys have phones these days, and you have to be very, very careful out there with with cars and whatnot. Do you uh? So sometimes it freaks me out. I remember my you, my mom, your grandma, she did not want me to get my license <laughs> before I was eighteen. She was like, "I'm not going to sign you sign any papers." Huh. You're you're gonna have to wait till you're 18, um, because I had to take a class and everything like that. And you know, sorry about it, that. It, it was uh, so I learned how to drive when I was 18. My friend Jason taught me, and uh, I failed the first test I took. Uh, oh, nice job, man! Yeah, and I passed the second one. Oh, that's yeah, and, that's good. Um, so are you are you excited about it? You because you don't seem like oh I'm gung ho about getting my license. Well, I'm not the biggest like I'm not the biggest car person either. Uh, you know I might wait until I'm 18 to get my license just because I I don't really see the necessary I don't really see the necessity to have a license when you're 16. It's like okay you get your license it's I mean, okay. Freedom, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. You get take your friends and you can drive. You can go you can go to different places. You can go to concerts. You can go to you know, shows. You can go hang out with your buddies. You can just drive. There's some there's 
something beautiful in the freedom of driving. Yeah, um, especially when you when it, you're first doing it. Right. Um. But really, I. I mean, it seems really fun to do, but I just, I don't know. It just, I don't, I, I'm definitely going to, but. But you're not in a hurry. No, not at all. No. What are you more in a hurry for? Um, school. (laughs) School to be over. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. All right. So since I got another half of this podcast, like I said, I recorded Going down to the Gym City podcast. Woohoo. So please check it out if you if you want to listen to it. I've included some songs in, in it uh, from bands I've seen recently. And I'll tell you what those are when they come. If you don't like the music, just fast forward. Uh, but if you do, look those bands up. There's a lot of great independent music being played and being made these days. So go support it in your local area. And um hope you guys uh can uh find the time to get outside this spring and shake off those winter blues i hope it's nice where you are and uh i'm ready for time off uh if if you celebrate easter happy easter yep um if you celebrate passover happy passover and um if you celebrate uh nothing uh then Happy weekend <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, man. Um, I want to tell you uh, the anniversary of the podcast is coming up. The three-year anniversary is coming up in uh, at the end of April. Actually, April 20th was when I... April 20th, 2012 was the when I first released the podcast. And um, the... Like, I'm pretty excited about it. So um, I didn't expect to be doing a podcast for this long and... I was recently interviewed, which I talk about on the way down. I was interviewed by Don Thrasher with the Gym City Podcast for the Dayton Daily News. And it's kind of interesting being part of the Gym City Podcast now because playing a part in like even local media uh, where you're exposing these bands and I'm t- taking the time to edit these the podcast and presenting these, these bands w- in a way that will be archived for you know the rest of their life. They can share it with their family. Maybe, maybe they don't do anything in music. Maybe they do, but it's kind of an archive of where they are right now in their in their lives. And I, I uh, appreciate playing playing a part of in that. And I think it's really cool. Um, it's it's weird because I'm going through it right now. Um, so I'm sure when I look back on it, when I'm older. I'll have a fun and unique perspective of what's going on at this time in my life. But there's some cool events going on that if you guys want to be a part of and come check out. One is the Dayton Sideshow. Sideshow 10 is coming up in uh, May. I'll get the date here in a second. And uh, Christian, what do you think about Sideshow? Um, well, I've never really been to it, but, uh, it seems really cool. You didn't go to it with us? No, I didn't go to it. Zach, you went, didn't you? Yeah, you probably should talk to Zach about that. Ah, Um, he's brushing his teeth. (laughs) But it seems really cool. Um, you know, just different artists and different stuff. I I don't, I don't really know, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, it seems pretty cool. Right. Yeah, um. 
So Sideshow, Dayton Sideshow, is uh, a festival that's been put together for the past few years and um, for the past 10 years, and it's an amazing festival. We did a live podcast for the Gym City Podcast last year uh, with Tino and James Hicks, the Bearded Barber. That was a damn, damn good time. And this year, uh, they have another one. Get on Christian's mic. Hold on. Tell people what you think about Sideshow. Get on Christian's mic. Come on, dude. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. I don't have anything to say about it. All right. But for details, it is May 8th and 9th, 2015, at 700 East 4th Street in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, there's a bunch of cool bands, bunch of cool bands that I've I've had on the podcast that are going to be involved, and uh, I can't wait for the thing. We have a, we'll have a tent and uh, have access to these bands who come out and hang out with us. All right. So I did a podcast with people from Alliance Records this past weekend, and they have a show coming up at Odd Bodies in Dayton, Ohio. On April 29th, 2015. What's up? We're Alliance Records and we're here at the Gym City Podcast telling you about the April Fool's Fooling Tour coming yeah. to Odd Bodies April 29th, featuring performances by ABK, Big Hoodoo, what? AMB, Ghost, Dark Minds Entertainment, and of course, us, Alliance Records. Yeah. You can get pre sale tickets for $15 or $18 a day of. You can get that at oddbodies.com or from any of the performing artists. That's right. We got tickets going on everywhere. Call them bad babysitters and let them know it's an 18 plus show. So come dress fresh, ready to impress, and hear some good music, baby. Yeah. Y'all better not 
next you stay just slipping just like Curtis Blow better pump the brakes you get hit without a mix even if your home shake mama said knock you out just like Cool J don't be like DMC or come walk this way so just roll out like your name was Luda I'll put you in a torture rack like my name was Lex Luger I'm not Timberland I don't love to love you I'm more like Little John about to push and shove you and just like Nas all I need is one mic show the whole fucking world you ain't shit but hot tell your girl give my money just like old dirt I got your mom on her knees getting wet and dirty and just like rocks we just too hard forget about our level you ain't even on the yard small dogs bark loud but pit bulls bite either way you fucking gay we gon' scrap and fight now we don't dance we just start the fight but then you hit him in the club who ain't acting right don't give two shits about your damn opinion cause in the end it's the alliance who gon' be winning ain't going to church we ain't worried about sinning you can meet us in hell when your life is in it buckle up tight it's going down tonight welcome to the crazy train it's a hell of a ride boy I'm on my crazy train call this shit my locomotive pissed off in this motherfucker like an xbox with no control y'all better not play with me now's not the time to play with me y'all better not play with me if I was you I'd let me be boy I'm on my crazy train call this shit my locomotive pissed off in this motherfucker like an xbox with no control y'all better not play with me now's not the time to play with me y'all better not play with me if I was you I'd let me be I'm skin off you boy I knock quarters at your ass you can get monkey dunked in money wop right before this train crash you might die you might suffer click screaming like Mike Buffer how you run through your own hood like Ice Cube and Chris Tucker gloves off like Kimbo you swing I lean like Limbo you can get these hands faster than the techno tempo boy this ain't no square dancing it damn sure ain't no country song take a good look at the alliance do we look like we hee haw oh fuck no taking off you a clown ass nigga like space balls like Hannibal Lecter and Nicholas Cage you can get your face off from a wild man with live action you can't duck this dynasty you got a better chance at playing lotto motherfucker ain't trying me you trying to make a name for yourself you trying to be famous are you really sure you wanna go that fucking route gangster I am on my crazy train and you are now riding it the only person that can stop it is the man driving it boy I'm on my crazy train call this shit my locomotive pissed off in this motherfucker like an Xbox with no controller Y'all bet not play with me Now's not the time to play with me Y'all bet not play with me If I was you, I'd let me be Boy, I'm on my crazy train Call this shit my locomotive Pissed off in this motherfucker Like an Xbox with no controller Y'all bet not play with me Now's not the time to play with me Y'all bet not play with me If I was you, I'd let me be You know what I'm saying? You catch a motherfucker at the right time Or the wrong time I'm not responsible for what the fuck happens. Sometimes y'all just gotta leave me the fuck alone. What's up, everybody? Sizzy Rock here for episode 162 of Tales from the Hard Side. I'm your host for this episode, for this podcast, for this podcast feed that you're listening to. I am currently... Headed downtown to downtown Dayton. And every other Sunday, every, yeah, every other Sunday, we record down at Folio Design House in the Oregon District. We recently passed 100 episodes of the Gym City Podcast. Yay, fanfare. And today, March 29th, 2015... We are going to be getting interviewed by Don Thrasher of the Dayton Daily News. Holy moly. Alright, so. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to give you some updates. 
Actually, I just wanted to talk on my way down to the Gym City Podcast. I think it would be cool to do an episode this week. Um, I was going to do another Skype podcast this week, but spring decided to go away again. And we got stuck with some winter, some freezing temperatures in my garage. And it, it sucks sitting there doing a podcast in freezing temperatures. It just It's not fun. So, I want to tell you guys, I went to, uh, last night, Saturday, March 28th, I went to some shows. I went down and saw my friends at Sam, from Sam at 11, playing at Canal Public House, down in the, near the Dayton Dragons 5th, 3rd field, went down there for that. And uh, they were actually, they, I think they opened the show, which surprised me. I think there were some communication issues with scheduling and whatnot. But my goodness, those guys rock.
Jeff Rudolph, who I recently had on the podcast. Uh, and thank you for being on the podcast, Jeff. He was wearing a Tales from the Hard Slide shirt. <laughs> it was awesome. I walked in, and he's up there rocking, and he's got the Tales from the Hard Slide shirt, which, if you, wanna, if you want one, you can go to GoFundMe.com, search Izzy Rock or Izzy Rock's podcast, and if you donate a certain amount, I'll send you a shirt. And uh, I've been going about a year doing the GoFundMe campaign. It'll be a year in April. The podcast will be three years old in April. And uh, I really don't want to keep, like, asking for... Like, I just hate shilling and promoting and everything like that. I wish... uh, Anyway, I need new equipment, guys. So if you guys can support me at the GoFundMe page, that'd be awesome. If not, it's all good. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Tell your friends. Go rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. But last night, that show. So we were there. And I love Canal. And we got there around 9.45 or so. And these guys were already playing. I heard their songs coming from the from outside. And I'm like, shit, they already started. And uh, we got there about a fourth of the way through their set. And they they did a hell of a job. Even my wife thought they sounded great. Scott and his friend Nate, uh, who have been on Nate's been on the on the block podcast. Both those guys. Those guys were like, yeah, these guys rock. So I was really impressed. And then after they were done, because they were done so early, there was a couple other shows in in Dayton that I wanted to check out and one was my friend Tino you can go check out hiphoptino.com oh shit somebody's being pulled over uh, you gotta listen when they talk to you Let's take me back to the block, sipping quarter cans of Lego back then. My biggest problem, where was calm in San Diego? Didn't know the dope man lived next to me. Hadn't learned to spot that behavior, just thought of him as a neighbor. I was raised in the wild hood. Something like Jumanji here to demonstrate a piece, but it ain't never on no God. He came up on free bread, eggs, milk, and butter. I ain't ashamed, I want more now, because I'm from the gutter. Went to the poor schools, our books, they didn't do them. But kids swore that they was rich, wearing Jason. Uniform, my dad broke his back, pulling 70 a week. Not to put me in no sneaks, but to get me out these streets. And that's what he did. Moved his wife and kids to the burb so I can get an education. No more than life on the third. So props to pops and moms for having his back and keeping tabs on me. They always knew where I was at, but sometimes I try to sneak off and run with them boys. The ones who carried them things that made all that noise. But big homie said I wasn't cut out for that life. I asked him how else could I get it. And this was his advice. Hey, little homie, this ain't you. But when you find you, it's as simple as this. Listen. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Took his advice and I went another route instead. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Took his advice and I went another route instead. Ironic, I still got a truck full of work. But what I push is these albums are latest. I run my business little different than big homies.
come get lessons from the kid. I cut the middle man out, cause I don't see what he do. Network and distribution, that's all me too. And my clientele you heard about is word of mouth and getting bigger every day. Cause I got it in the drought. Crazy, cause nowadays youngers look up to me and wanna know how to book a show or sell a CD. So I get it in the same wisdom that was given to me. Ain't nobody gotta show you if you driven, you'll see. You want the secret of how to do this? I'm gonna tell you like a homie told me one time. Look, ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Took his advice and I went another route instead. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's what OG said. Took his advice and I went another route instead. Dudes out here want the manual on life. Can't nobody show you how to do this, but you gotta learn yourself. Niggas too lazy. All said niggas. Go check out at hiphoptino.com. And uh, he was awesome. And we went to Blind Bob, saw him. And the headlining act was God Bless and Asher Jones. And they put on a hell of a show. One of the members is from Night Beast. Yeah, we were there. And my wife said they reminded her of Rage Against the Machine, like the spirit of Rage Against the Machine. And I couldn't agree more. Oh, that's not a bad thing at all. They rock. No matter who I offend. 
So, I, uh, so what's been going on? Well, I really appreciate the feedback I got on the Dreamer episode. 
called It's Just a Ride. And if you guys haven't heard that yet, it's kind of a mashup of different podcasts and YouTube videos and philosophies and things like that. And I'm holding a microphone and here are the police. Can they pull me over for a microphone? Can they pull me over for a microphone? Can they pull me over for a microphone? I bet they can. Because I'm holding something in my hand while I'm driving. But I'm a safe driver. So anyway. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. Damn it. Why do, why do we get scared whenever we see cops? Because they're going to take our money away if they give us a ticket. That's why. Sometimes police are just glorified tax collectors. I know they're protecting society when they're stopping people from speeding and all that, but come on now. You know a lot of revenue that they get is from taking money from people that just really aren't paying attention. Maybe they're driving just a little bit too fast and they'll give them a ticket. So not all, not all police are like that. I've definitely come across some police officers who have let me off with a warning uh, quite a few times. So it's not always like that, but I know that there are some departments where they have quotas. They have to write a certain amount of tickets, and if your boss is shitting on you, telling you, listen, we need to get some tickets, and, you know, it's all politics in the workplace anyway, you're going to have to do some shady shit that you probably don't agree with. So I'm not saying it's all the police fault. It's the bureaucracy of it all. Oh, political rant. Um, so the next, next thing I want to talk about. I know I was talking about something there. God damn it. What the fuck? I'm about to get some Boston Stoker coffee. Great Dayton, Ohio coffee. I don't think it was grown here. I just sold here. But, yeah, I'm going to get some coffee. Um, so, God bless an Asher Jones. Dusty Picks Pit Stick, who was on the podcast. He's a singer of Deuterus. He was also on the Gym City podcast. Called them the best live band in Dayton. And they were great. <laughs> I was really impressed by them. Sideshow 10... The lineup came out for Sideshow 10, guys. Really impressed with that lineup. About to get me some Boston Stoker coffee. I wanted to be a rock star back in the day. That's where the name Izzy Rock came from. I was in high school. Let me see this. I'm going to pause this because it might look weird. Just to let you guys know what I'm getting. I'm going to get a Boston Grog latte yep boston grog latte all right pause this thank you very much you too coffee time support your local coffee shops boston stoker coffee house yeah i go to the one in clayton uh clayton ohio so, so let's talk about a couple things. 
couple things that's on my mind. How about this religious discrimination act in uh, Indiana that their governor Pence passed? What a bullshit law. You as a business owner, listen, listen. I understand if there's somebody unruly that you don't like that comes in your business. By the way, why are you turning away business? It's capitalism, bitch. But people that turn away people based on their negative feeling about them, their kind of their bigoted feeling about a person, whether a person is their sexual preference, which I think I think being gay there's people that are born gay and there's people that maybe they mess around with the idea of it later on and they they choose that that route but I honestly believe that a large portion of the gay population is just born that way I know I have a cousin he was born gay knew he was gay in fact he was on a podcast a, a while back so this governor passed this bill that you can basically discriminate. It's kind of like back in the day, if you were black and they wanted, they didn't want to serve you, they didn't have to. Because you didn't have your civil rights. And uh, man, people drive crazy on Sunday morning. They're in a hurry to get to church. But yeah passed a law saying that you could discriminate and I support everybody's religious freedom as long as you don't interfere with my life or the life of other citizens around me like the senator in Arizona who suggested that it would be a good idea to bring the moral moral uh, I I actually forget the term she used but you know, moral compass, basically, back to the United States. That we've kind of lost our way, according to her. And she thinks that it would, it would be a great idea to force every, every citizen, at least in Arizona, to attend church. An hour of church a week. She thinks it'd be a great idea to force people to do that. To make it a law that you had to get up and go to church. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, I think there's, the Muslims have Sharia law where they force people to do shit like that, right? Yeah. I never studied uh, much of, on the Muslim faith. Um, but I was a Christian for a couple years, and I know how insulated that community can be, and they think that if you're not, if you're not following God's word and you're not doing what he says you, you're not living your life right and there's a lot of like there's a lot of ideas of moral su- superiority when it comes to that where like they believe that if you don't have God in your life it's so odd having people right next to you with a microphone in your hand. That's why I have mine down. There's people in there. Way to church. 
I just feel so weird when I drive by somebody. I got a microphone in my hand. I'm stopped at a stoplight. It's weird. I do care what people think about me. It's hard. To, it's easy to say that you don't, but man, try being embarrassed. You do. You do feel it. Anyway. So, yeah, forcing people to go to church once a week, which some people would be like, yeah, that's awesome. But not everybody wants to live under your religious rules. They don't want to follow your God. There's a lot of different philosophies in the world, a lot of different religions, a lot of different avenues that people take. And the more I listen to Duncan Trussell talk about the Buddhist faith and he interviews people like Jack Cornfield, you hear a lot about the Buddhist faith and Buddhists sound a lot like Christians. More left-wing Christians, but they sound very similar to a lot of the Christian philosophy when it comes to just treating others how you would want to be treated. Just treating people with love. You know, don't be a Buddhist, be a Buddha. I remember when I was a Christian, you would have people who, like, they believed in it as a religion, as a spiritual structure, but they didn't act like Jesus. I really struggled with that when I was in the, in the church, too. People who didn't act like Jesus, like, if you treated people negatively. Because there, there was a time when I was in the church, and I was really struggling with a lot of the questions, like, Knowing that I had a cousin that was born gay and that I saw early on that he, he was going to be gay, he ended up gay. It's like, does God make people? Now, if God created people and people are like that from birth, then didn't he make them that way? You know, these were the thoughts I would struggle with. I would struggle with how Christians represented Jesus and how judgmental they were and how just bigoted and close-minded and just their interpretation of their religious doctrine it's so varied from church to church that you don't quite know you know who's the right one there's some Christians who will tell you that if you're not reading the King James version of the Bible, then you're not reading the correct version of the Bible. But we don't talk like that. You know, language evolves. Human beings have evolved. Language evolves. Why would you not update the text? I mean, look at this. Te the text was taken from Arabic and Greek. You know? Like the translation it's lost. Have you ever tried to put a phrase that as, as somebody who speaks, speaks English, try to put it and have it interpreted to another language. Like some of the meaning of what we're saying gets lost. But it is very frustrating to watch as a former Christian to watch a lot of the stuff that Christians say because it kind of 
many people think that all people are like that. We like to generalize and say, you know, because this person at my work is a bigot and a homophobe and they go to church every week, that all Christians are like that. And it's just simply not true. Not true at all. It's like saying all dudes with bald heads and big bushy beards and tattoos are skinheads. That's not the case, man. You can't generalize. You can't paint everybody with a broad brush. Think that because of your experience with people, that all people are like that. You know, there's a, there's a large majority of dumbasses in the world. Large majority. But I haven't met everybody in the world, so for me to even say that, how do I know? I only know because of being around certain people in the public. I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard to go through life and try to figure things out. You look at people when they get older and you're like, they got it figured out. They know what's going on. Like that, that podcast I was listening to with Duncan Trussell where he was interviewing Jack Cornfield. You listen to that and he's asking Jack, you know, do you ever get mad? Do you ever, is that ever false? Do you ever like wake up and feel like you don't want to go be a teacher to these people? And he's like, of course. And there's a lot of a lot of people going around, a lot of people in general, but a lot of people in religious communities going around wearing a, wearing masks, pretending to be one thing, and then when they get home, they're something totally different. Yeah, it's it's very difficult in life to really figure things out because your philosophies change. The knowledge that you gain changes your attitudes on some things. Like if you have a coworker who you were previously, you know, judgmental towards maybe their group of people, maybe it's somebody who is a redneck, and then you work with a redneck and you're like, oh man, rednecks are cool. But then you a large majority of rednecks you listen to the simple music that they're listening to the that pop country that's really popular these days that has very idiotic lyrics and you know some of the culture of uh, just getting excessively drunk and I don't know being really close minded when you get around somebody you realize not all people are like that you can't say that. By the way, the spot where I'm at, which is Helena and Riverside Drive, there's a video that you can go watch Dave Chappelle on this very corner. He was riding a bike and somebody was filming. And uh, he, he came back around. They filmed him. Go search it. Dave Chappelle, Dayton, Ohio, Riverside Drive. I think that's what you should search for. But... Yeah, I don't have any papers or anything in front of me to keep me on track of what I'm talking about. So if I'm all over the place and tangenting on different subjects, it's because my brain is scatterbrained before I go set up this podcast, this Gym City podcast, which you can go find at gymcitypodcast.com. 
like I said, we're gonna, we just went over 100 episodes not too long ago, and a lot of the podcasts that I've done, that I've produced, have played a part in that, and I like what's going on over there, um, so I'm excited about recording, I'm excited about being interviewed by the Dayton Daily News, a newspaper that I've read since I was young. I got a collection of many articles and album reviews. By the way, I'm doing a fun thing on Instagram. If you want to follow me at the Izzy Rock on Instagram, I'm doing a fun thing over there where I'm doing it. It was I was trying to do it every day, but I get busy and forget. Uh, but I'm taking ticket stubs 30 of them and putting them up there on instagram you guys check it out you hear my pennies and stuff that's annoying i apologize but yeah go on instagram you can see some of the shows i've been to um i've been trying to post more pictures on there and be more active on there sometimes it's hard but now we're in downtown dayton place where I hung out a lot when I was younger and it's funny that I'm coming down here to record podcasts now I'm driving past on my left is the Dayton and Montgomery County Public Library on 3rd Street I'm driving on St. Clair and uh, spent a lot of time in that library that's where I had to do my research for schoolwork back in the day before the time of Google it was very, very difficult to find information. You had to go to the library and get a bunch of books. It was not the same situation. Man, It Follows is at the Neon Movie, by the way, which is on my right as I turn on to 5th Street into the Oregon District, passing under the bridge. On the right is Omega Music, which used to be Jim City Records. They have a big mural of Jimi Hendrix on the side of the building. Then the Oregon Express. Tie 9 is down there. James Hicks, the bearded barber. Passing blind bombs. I'm not passing it. It's down there. Blind bombs. Last night was awesome. Good times. Now I turn left. Now I'm passing Wiley's Comedy Club. Wiley's Comedy Club, where I saw Ari Shafir. And I'm turning onto Gates from Pine Street in the Oregon District, and the parking in the parking lot where Folio Design House, where we go in. So, time to record some podcasts. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, earlier in the podcast, when I was saying those bands' names, I was also cutting in and playing their music. So I hope you enjoyed their music. Please go check them out. They're good peoples. But Sideshow Tan is coming up. I'll give more details about that, but we'll be recording down there if you guys want to come and be a part of it. So go to theizzyrock.com for more information. Follow me on social media at theizzyrock. And go to gymcitypodcast.com. Follow Gym City Podcast on social media. Take care. Have a great week. Here's the band, The Great Wide Open, with the track... Oh my my. And oh my my, this whole time I've been living, living half alive, I've had one foot in, one foot out of line.
And on my mind this whole time I've been living Living half alive I've had one foot in, one foot out of line Sister and I were raised like lions. So naturally, I was born. I was born to roam, so I ran far from home. Yeah. Without a dime to my name or a girl to call my own. This whole time I've been living, living half alive and one foot in, one foot out of line. And on my mind, this whole time I've been living, living half alive and one foot in, one foot out of Saying pet names, she got my ear glued to the telephone. Yeah, she's my sugar. Oh yeah, she's my sugar, and I tell her so. No, my mind this whole time I've been living, living half alive and one foot in, one foot out of line. And no, my. This whole time I've been living, living half alive. I've had one foot in, one foot out of line. Regardless, good will and sin, the sun will rise and set, the earth is still spinning. I will be left wondering. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. From the bad parent. <laughs> this could be a while. All right. Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Jody. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> I can't do it now. Now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, Jody. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jody. Hi, Justin. Do you like guys with beards? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? What about bald heads? Most of the time. 
What if there are guys with beards and bald heads with just deep rivers of blue eyes that just say, I love you? I tend to marry them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if they're just a genuinely good dude, too? Uh, I just friend them. Befriend them. Not befriend them. friend them. Not friend them. That sounds like a Facebook What about thing? be friendly with them? Not too friendly. Not too friendly? I don't know. Well, the Izzy Rock meets those requirements. He's bearded. He's bald. He's got those deep rivers of bluey, bluey eyes. You mean he's got triple Bs? Yes, triple Bs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a couple podcasts that he does. I knew that. Yeah, Tales from the Hard Side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Block with his bestest friend ever, Scott Epic. Mm-hmm. And then he also produces the Gem City Podcast, which is a local like artsy-fartsy type podcast in the Dayton, Ohio area. So, well, who knew? I know. I, I, basically, what I'm trying to say here is he's a good guy. You should go listen to him. Give him, a, give him a shout out. And if you like his stuff, you know what? Subscribe to him on iTunes. Also, you can leave him a comment. Rate, review, and subscribe, people. We'd appreciate it. And so would he. Yes, yes, he would. Oh, he's a, he's a dad, too. So the Bad Parenting Podcast loves the fact that he's a dad. So that helps out. Dads also, are great. Dads are great. Two cool sons. See, good dude. Reason good kids. We need more people like him. I agree. So, yes, yes. Listen, listen to Izzy's shit. It, it's awesome. Agree again. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Red Moth LLC is a local company with a firm belief in community and the cooperative spirit, releasing both music and film in the Dayton, Ohio area, along with other national releases. Red Moth LLC is funded solely by the artists associated with the company and with the support of local listeners like yourselves. You can find out more about us by going to www.redmothrecords.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at RedMothLLC, and you can find us at Twitter at RedMoth underscore records. If you would like to donate to the cause and help support a local company, go to www.gofundme.com slash RedMothLLC and join the RedMoth Survival Initiative. Hey guys, it's Izzy Rock. Do you like art? Well, I like art as well. And my friend Ray Taylor, who started the Inspired Disorder Collective, is an artist. And I want you to go to inspireddisorder.com. Go to Ray Taylor's store and check out all the badass art this dude has created. Put it in the code IZZYROCK. This is a sponsor for the podcast. Go support the Tales from the Heartside podcast by supporting Ray Taylor. That's right. By supporting Ray Taylor, you can also support your friend Izzy Rock. So go to inspiredisorder.com and go check out the store. And when you check out, put in the coupon code I-Z-Z-Y-R-O-C-K. Later. I think your dog just farted. <laughs> My dog just farted. Cue inspirational music. Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter at the Izzy Rock, and I do a podcast with my friend Scott. I'm Scott Epic, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Scott Epic. We do a podcast called On the Block. On the Block. Go check it out. iTunes is Stitcher. If this sounds like something that appeals to you, do it. Go give it a listen. A wide range of topics we talk about. It's only an hour a month. Only an hour more. And it could save your life. It could. And the life of a child. It'll make you feel like you're not alone in the universe. Yeah. On the block. Go check it out.